Hello. Welcome to Mind and Movement, the podcast, where we discuss mindful movement through dance and through life. Hello. Before I begin, just wanted to give a quick little update and apologize for the inconsistent schedule as work has really been kicking my butt and I just feel slightly burnt out from everything. I have two more episodes to upload after this, so stay tuned. I will get them up as quickly as possible, and afterwards, we will be on a break. Okay, enough updates. Let's get into today's episode. On today's episode of the podcast, I have a conversation with Vivian Lin, who is a member of Choreo Cookies that lived in San Diego and now resides in NorCal. And I just really wanted to talk to her because she is such an inspiration to me and to many people. And talking to her made me realize that there is so much to life outside of dance. And we talk a lot about her work, her family, and her hobbies. And it's just a really nice conversation about her life. Before I begin, here is some background information on Vivian. Vivian Lin is a human being who enjoys cooking, taking long walks, watching pair dramas, and picking flowers that sometimes aren't hers, much to her husband's dismay. For 10 years, she lived in San Diego and was a member of Cora Cookies during that time. She currently resides in Berkeley, California with her husband, Chris, her son, Teo, her two dogs, and one cat, working full-time as a software engineer and moonlighting as a florist on the weekends. And with that, let's get into it. Hi, welcome to Mind and Movement, the podcast. I'm your host, Justine Wang, and I'm joined today by Vivian Lin. Welcome to the podcast. Good to be here. <laughs> um, let's start with who you are and what your story is. Yeah, um, my name is Vivian. Uh, I'm turning 30 this year, which is exciting. Congrats. Uh, I am... Well, I don't know. How do I like summarize my whole being? In, like, yeah, you got like <laughs> as long as you want. <laughs> okay, let's start with what everyone starts with, which is their job. I'm okay. a software engineer currently. Um, I live in the Bay Area. Um, I'm also a mom. I have a 16 month old son named Teo. He's great. Um, and I also like, I guess, what I like to do. <laughs> this feels like a awkward introduction but yeah I love to I I think I'm I've been asked because I I love to dance and um, I was on a dance team for like eight nine years called choreo cookies um that was a really great time um don't do that so much now but uh still love dancing um still do it when I can and yeah that's 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 like the really short and sweet summary I'm sure short we'll dive in sweet. let's yeah let's dive in a little bit um <laughs> tell it so how did you get into dancing? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I started dancing in high school, my sophomore year, because I saw people do it at like a rally. And I was like, that's so cool. I was like, I want to do that. So I started dancing in like, I was on a kick team, which is kind of embarrassing. But um, <laughs> I was, I did that throughout high school. And then when I went to college, um, my friend convinced me to try out for a college dance team called Ascension. And um, I was on that for my freshman year. Uh, that was really fun. And then um, kind of entered like Studio 429, if you know what that is. That's like Choreo Cookies' old studio. And um, I was a part of that, their junior team, and then eventually made it onto Cookies. So that's kind of like my summary of my dance 
journey. <laughs> and um, first of all, I mean, I was also on Ascension. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, but um, what what drew you into dancing and like how are you able to continue doing it when you're doing so much different things at the same time? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think the reasons why I've loved it have like altered, but I think I love the community aspect of it, like the social aspect of it. I love like meeting new people. And I think the opportunities that um, like the places I've gone because of dance, like, I don't know, that's such a great thing and meeting new people and like connecting with people around the world. So community is definitely big on my list. Um, I love the exercise (laughs) as I'm getting older and slower and not quite as fit. um, I love like getting a good workout and dance is a great workout. Um, Yeah. I think those are like the two biggest things for me, honestly. Places you go like physically or like spiritually, mentally. (laughs) Oh no, I'm not a spiritual person. Like physically, (laughs) like I've traveled. (laughs) I've uh, yeah. I'm (laughs) that makes sense. Um, I know that you're also a software engineer and a mother. Yes. How are you doing that? <laughs> um, much like all the parents in the United States, I'm just getting by. <laughs> um, it's a lot. I have to pay for help. I can't like, mm. you know, Chris and I both work. So um, Chris is my husband. Um, and yeah, we both work. So it's and we don't really have much help around. So the only way we get any help is with childcare. So how do I do it? I have childcare. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, that's how it works. Um, yeah. It's a lot to juggle. Uh, sometimes it feels like just like all responsibility, you know, like you go from like work and like doing that all day and then straight into being a mom, you know, taking, taking your kid from childcare and then like watching him until he sleeps. And the only like sliver of time that you get to yourself is right now, <laughs> which is after he goes to right. bed and before I go to bed. So um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving your personal time right now, you know, yeah. the time that you have to this. Um, yeah. I know that you were living in San Diego before, and then you moved to the Bay yeah um so like overall like what was the transition of like you you know kind of like focusing on yourself right or like you and Chris to like having to focus on another human being oh yeah that's really rough honestly I was not like mentally prepared for that I think some people were probably more aptly prepared than I was but I love having my own time I'm very selfish in that regard like I love doing my own thing and like deciding my own schedule and like you know very much doing things on my time like I I I I need that (laughs) otherwise I get anxiety Mm -hmm. and um but when you have a kid you kind of like all that shit goes out the window and it's like (laughs) it's like, fuck your schedule. (laughs) Like the kid decides the schedule. And, um, it was, it was a lot for me, especially in the beginning when like all, it seems like the kid that, you know, as a new, like newborns, all they do is like nap and eat. And it seems like it's every hour (laughs) and it's like, it's just, you are tied to your house. And Mm. it's, um, I don't think I was prepared for that. 
um, specifically. And also just like, I think being, I had Teo during quarantine, like the height of quarantine and COVID. So in addition, not being able to see people or go out or have that kind of like support was really, really rough for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a hard time. So to any parents who had um, kids during like the COVID area era, like I feel you, it was really difficult, especially if you're a first time parent. Um, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That sounds like a terrible time. Um, but like, just curious, how'd you get through it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. There was definitely like, I would say like the first nine months of Teo's life. Um, it was purely survival. I think I was trying not to lose my sanity and trying to keep my child alive. Those are my two focuses. And that was like it. Actually, that's not it. I had a lot going on during that time. Um, uh, I like, yeah, I like do this thing where I try to do everything at once. I don't know. I just get really like, I'm like, yes. I, have to, I have to get done, you know? And there was a period where I was like, we had just moved up to the Bay area and I was looking for a new job, um, interviewing actually for the first time in the Bay area for tech companies, which is really rough. If anyone's ever interviewed here, it sucks. It's terrible. Um, like doing that for the first time and just like getting no sleep and trying to figure out like where we wanted to settle down. It was a lot, but yeah. yeah. It, how did I get through it? I think just with Chris, I think he was like, he's a really great counterpart to me. I think I'm like, I just like want to fix things instantly and all the time. And I think he's very much like reminding me to like slow down and like, I don't know, not always go, 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 go. And like, that's okay. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I couldn't have done it without a partner. Um, I have great respect for single parents. I don't know how they do it um, because I can barely do it. And I have a very helpful partner <laughs> and um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely the same way where I'm always like, what's the next thing? Okay. I fixed yeah. this now what, but like life just yeah. has like a hundred different problems. Yes. Fix the problem. And then another a hundred yeah. comes up. <laughs> yeah. It's like whack-a-mole. It really is. <laughs> oh, that's such a great analogy. Um, yeah. But like, you said for the first nine months. So have things kind of like settled down now? Yeah. Um, I think, I think Teo is like much more self-sufficient now. He's, uh, he can feed himself. Um, he's sleeping really great. Um, we have consistent help. Um, mm. and I'm not interviewing anymore. <laughs> I have a consistent job. I've settled into that job. It's kind of like, it's kind of like tapered off, which is good. It still has its up and ups and downs, but, um, definitely, definitely a lot like more straightforward than it was in the beginning <laughs> a software engineer wild I don't know how you do that <laughs> <laughs> it's just like any other job really <laughs> yeah. is it though because I feel like software engineering is so like I don't know like logistical rational problem solving I, I actually really enjoy like I didn't think I would enjoy it. I, I really just started the career because I was like, it pays well. And like, I just need money. But I like am admitting to myself like over the last like year that I actually really do enjoy it. Um, it's just problem solving and a lot of Googling. Like, um, 
yeah, I, I, I've found like ways to have fun with it, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, uh, I think people think it's like this really high barrier to entry kind of yeah. career. Um, but I didn't like study that in college. I was a sociology major. Oh. Um, I was going to become a teacher actually, but then I tried it and it was, it was really not for me. I don't have the patience, but um, yeah, I, I went to a boot camp and I did that. And that was and like, honestly, they don't teach you anything at boot camps. Like they, <laughs> they try to teach you what they can in three months, but it's like nothing. And then you like go out into the world and it's like, oh shit. But I don't know. I think it's just like any other skill. You just like need the right environment to learn it and just the persistence to like want to do it. And I don't know. I don't I know why think- I always thought you like graduated. When- oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. I like I think so. I grew up in Silicon Valley. Um, my parents both worked in tech. Um, all my friends' parents also worked as like mostly in like double E, like hardware engineering. Um, and I think I like went to college kind of with this mm-hmm. mindset. I was like, hell no, I'm not going into <laughs> I'm not going into that world like everyone's doing that it's so boring and like I don't want to do it um so I definitely wasn't doing it in college uh yeah I really just like chose it because I had you know I I like I did the teaching thing and then I worked as a wedding florist and then I was like okay I need I I'm about to turn 26 I need insurance I need like a job that pays my bills and allows me to save for my future so that's that is how I entered that career. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, that makes so much sense. What um what made you think you want to get into teaching? And then what like what kind of teacher did you end up becoming? Yeah, so I worked or um so I was a sociology major with a minor in education studies. Um wow. And what kind I I worked, so I graduated early and I um, worked at a, uh, like as a teaching, teaching assistant for like the rest of the year. Um, cause I graduated like in March and then just for the rest of the year, I worked at a school, um, as a third grade, like teacher's assistant. And I really liked working with kids. I've always liked working with kids. Like I've taught kids dance. I like, mm. when I was like really young, I used to help my mom at like the church, like nursery that we went to, like, you know, I don't know. I just like, I have always like worked with kids. So, um, I enjoyed that. And, but I think there was a couple things. I I think like, I just, the idea of going back to school again to get my teaching degree, I was so tired of school by that point. I think it, I just like felt like I really rebelled against that. And I was like, I don't want to go back to school and pay all this money. Um, I don't know. It felt like a period of rebellion. It was kind of just like, no. (laughs) So yeah. Um, What kind of teacher did I want to be? I, did a lot of work with special needs kids. Um, and uh, I think I was like kind of toying with the idea of being a speech pathologist, but uh, again, eventually just like didn't want to go back to school mm-hmm. <laughs> for two years or four years or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you were a wedding florist? Yes. Yeah. I worked, um, I like worked as a production manager, so like producing weddings. Um, at this like studio, this floral studio in San Diego doesn't exist anymore. But um, yeah, that was also really random. Yeah, and, did like yeah. I was like, did you need an experience for that? No, so I I like had gotten an internship with a wedding planner, 
And then I met this lady at the florist, this florist at a wedding. And she was like, come work for me. I'll like teach you and I'll pay you like, you know, wow. wage. And like, um, yeah. So I went to work for her and just like learn the business and it was really fun. And it's actually still something that I love to do um, in my spare time. Um, Chris really hates it, but I like secretly pick flowers from like the sides of people's yards. I like don't go into their yards mm-hmm. to pick the flowers, but like if it's like hanging off the side, I'll like maybe like take like, one. It's gonna you fall know? off anyways. Yeah, it's gonna die in like two days. So I might as well enjoy it for a little bit. It's just fun, you know? No, he he hates it. He always runs away like from me when I'm doing that. And uh yeah. That's yeah, nice. it's still something I enjoy. I still I'm like since moving up to the Bay, I started freelancing for a friend of mine up here. Um, so that's been fun and like nice to kind of just, it's just like a hobby. Like I, I just yeah. love arranging flowers. Yeah. Yeah. I love to hear about all of this. Cause there's like so many pivots, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, is this something that you thought your life was going to pan out? Like, <laughs> no, not at all. I'm like, yeah. Um, I am curious though, was dance just a hobby or was that something you ever considered like pursuing professionally? Oh, never, never pursued professionally. I, I, it's always been a hobby for me. Um, I think, I don't know. I'm just like, I just love that. Like, I love keeping hobbies, like hobbies. So I think when you, when you put make it into a career, like then there's money, then there's pressure, then there's expectation. And it really makes, at least for me, it would make the process a lot less enjoyable. Um, so yeah, I really give it up to people who can balance that, like can take something that they love, like truly love, and then also try to make it into a career. Like, I don't think that's easy. I think you have to compromise a lot on mm-hmm. your art and your, what you want to do. Like people it's like romantic to be an artist, but also there's like the business and like the practical side of it. And I don't think that's something people really talk about. And something it's something that I see from like being married to someone who is a dancer mm-hmm. and um, it's hard. It's really hard. It's really not like, there's like moments of like glamor and like the traveling or like the, I don't know if you're like dancing on stage, like that's really cool. But then there's also like a whole lot of other shit that comes with that, I think. Um, so yeah, for me, dance has always just been a hobby. Uh, I, I like to keep it that way. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, that makes sense. Um, for you, like what does dance do for you specifically? Uh, now? Yeah. Uh, I guess like before now, however you want to go about it. Yeah. I think, uh, dance, like I said earlier, like mm-hmm. it's a huge, like social, like it's a, my, my social life. Like, um, uh, a lot of my friends, like mm-hmm. are people that I've danced with for a really long time. Um, did you meet Chris because you yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I gotcha. totally forgot. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we met. We met on cookies. Um, mm. Yeah, I wouldn't What's have the story. Been. I'm just so curious. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, the story. What is the story? Well, so when I first met him, he was dating someone else. There was no overlap. Let me just make that clear. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we all we both just kind of liked each other, like. You started talking yeah, and we were and friends got first. married. <laughs> right. Just fast forward. 
yeah I think like the first night that we like made out was like we were watching Lord of the Rings together (laughs) um yeah there's a fun fact for you um there's a sound bite but yeah we just like we we met on cookies and started dating like maybe maybe like a couple like less than half a year after I joined the team um yeah there used to be this uh there used to be this like really bad tradition (laughs) that we like the cookies girls would do to each other they would like force like everyone to like talk about their top three and shit oh yeah and like we kind of stopped doing that after a while because everyone was dating each other at one point and it just just like would have been weird to say those kind of things but um yeah, I just like remember that happening to me. And I was, uh, I said, Chris, he was my first one. But yeah, I'm not gonna talk about the other ones. But you know, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, so made out to Lord of the Rings. Um, Love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then how, um, when was the wedding? Oh, when did we get married? Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> started dating in 2013 and we got engaged 2018 end of 2018 and we got married 2019 mm. yeah and then you had a baby and life changed <laughs> you had a baby and everything changed everything changed when the fire nation attacked yeah. <laughs> Sorry, going back to dance, I was a, such a derail because I just was so curious. Um, but back to dancing. So um, is dancing still your like social life? Um, for me personally, no. Mm-hmm. I would say it's more of my exercise life than it is my social life. Um, and uh, I think it's still very much Chris's social life. So kind of like bleeds into mine. Like he still we'll invite people that he meets from dance like over and we'll hang out. Um, but it's definitely like my social life has changed a lot. (laughs) Um, it's actually probably pretty non-existent at this point, but, um, yeah, it not, not just because of Teo, but also I think because of like quarantine and I think like, you're just like used to being alone now, you know, it's like, it's okay to be home on a Friday night, not doing anything. Um, because that's what everyone did for two years yeah Um, yeah for dancing right so like social and like exercise but is it like you know how people like express through dance like was that ever a thing for you (laughs) um was it ever a thing was it (laughs) no like maybe yeah in some way like I, I do think like when you perform or when you, uh, I don't know, you like put your heart into it. Um, but I wouldn't really say, I don't know. I don't really think I'm an I don't, artist. Because when I watch you dance, it's so oh. like, I don't know, you're so good at it. I, I actually don't really view myself as like an artist. Like, really? Yeah. Well, like, What I, does that mean? Oh. What does being an artist mean? I don't know. I think I'm just like, I'm very like type A and like very like logic oriented. Like it's, I think I don't like, I think I'm creative, but I don't think I'm an artist. Like I think artists are able to 
see things that fall like beyond the practical or like beyond like the immediate you know um mm-hmm. I think people who are artists do that okay. and um I just like don't really think I'm that person like I don't I don't think I think my whole life like I like software engineering like I am practical like I see mm. what is here and now and like that's what I work with you know I don't but I mean wow I don't really think about like art as or like dancing as like expression anymore um maybe it was at some point when I was like in high school and really like you know emotional and stuff but <laughs> maybe I don't, I don't know as as of late Mm, yeah but like when you're dancing like is anything on your mind because I don't know like you look like you're telling me something okay cool um yeah I think uh I just really enjoy it like it's just like it's like the one time that I don't like I can I can try to like let loose those like thoughts in my head I guess and, and that's um, not an expression <laughs> I guess it is but it's not like it's not like it feels weird because it's not like like everything I do is like very conscious and like I think about things a lot so I feel like dance this is the only time that I'm like not thinking about things so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to tell you like what I'm trying to express because I almost feel like I'm not thinking about it so it's like that's that's kind of how I feel so I'm just like I feel like I'm really in it <laughs> Yeah. But that's like what that's what people feel when they're dancing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so then aren't you doing art? <laughs> but I'm not like I guess I also think of art as like creating things. Um Okay. I guess God, what is your definition of an artist? Like I don't know. Yeah, what um, is yeah, that's what I want to know. Like what's your definition of an artist? I think of artists as <sighs> damn we're really digging deep I just yeah, like, don't we know. Are. <laughs> sorry I just don't know uh what is an artist what is an artist and like I guess like if you think of Chris as an artist right right so what makes Chris an artist and you not one he creates things and has visions for things that I like can't always like I I I just like don't comprehend it you know (laughs) like I like he'll like tell me an idea of like what he wants to do for something sometimes I'm like that's fucking weird and like but but then he'll do it I'll be like this was so cool you know and Mm. it's like I feel like being an artist at least what I consider an artist is like someone who creates um I don't really create I think I do what other people create so I don't I think I don't consider myself an artist in that regard. Um, I am someone who likes to express things through dance, but I don't know if that necessarily constitutes an artist in my book. Um, gotcha. So an artist is somebody who creates. Um, yeah, right? Like, I don't know. Like, right? Because like, you think but, then, but then also you were like, I'm a creative, but I'm not an artist. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm an artist when I like, like when I do flowers, like and I create, like like mm-hmm. I do floral arranging. Like I think that is a piece of like I feel like artists like there's like 
the creation of art, you know, and creation, like not, not just like, like, that's so interesting because I feel like when you're doing it, like that is your expression and therefore you've created something that hasn't yeah, but been then that kind done. of gets hazy and it's like, it's like, is expression creation or is it just expression? You know, to me, like, mm. like, like creation is like something like almost like, I don't know. Now I'm like questioning things. Yeah, because I'm like, well, okay, if you have to create it, at some point you have to express it, right? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm not trying to say, I'm not, I'm definitely not trying to say that people who, like, I'm not trying to say that only choreographers are artists. Okay. Definitely like, disagree with that statement. Um, okay. So definitely going to put that out there. Okay. I think I personally just, I don't know why, I just like don't consider myself an artist. Um, like I, I think like dancers who just like dance other people's choreography, like for like professional dancers, like I think they're, I think they're artists, <laughs> but for some reason, maybe there's like a money thing involved for me. I don't, I really don't know what it is. Um, yeah, I think it's just, I think you're just hesitant to claim that for yourself. Yeah. Maybe. Is what it's sounding like. Yeah. It's just like, I've just like always done other people's choreography, mm. uh, my whole, like, basically my whole well when I was younger I did choreograph but but like but like you definitely like do things. it in like a very unique way mm-hmm. you know I mean I mean I don't know but when I watch you dance I'm like that's art <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um but you don't think you're an artist that is so interesting. This is actually so interesting. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, that's so interesting to me because I, I always thought you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Wild. I think I have an idea of like what an artist should be in my head. Okay. And- and what is that? I think it's just something that, like, just like someone that I think is a little more free thinking than I am. Like, I think mm. I feel like, I don't know. I work really well within the bounds that I'm given, like, in life, whether that's like my work or like, mm. I don't know problem or something like I I work really well in that situation and there's a level of creativity involved in that so when I say I'm creative I think that's what I mean um but in like to me like an artist is someone that pushes past that and I I don't think that's what I've ever really done like or how I've approached like life in general I think um I think I always knew like what was expected of me and I'm really good at that and um like growing up like just learning the system, you know? And I think I, 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 I like, I'm speaking really abstractly and I hope this isn't like confusing, but uh-huh. I like definitely, like, I think I work really well within the system and I, whatever system that is that, that I'm, I'm like in, but in terms of like pushing beyond it, I just like, don't, I don't think that's something that I do or am, am focused on or yeah, interested in. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Somebody who pushes beyond the immediate system that they're in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely see that oh. when I think about like Chris. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. like, I wouldn't say all choreographers are artists. You know, I think some people create stuff that is like normal and like within the bounds of what's like normal right now and like what's like the trendy thing to do or what everyone else is doing. Like, I wouldn't consider that art and I actually wouldn't really consider them artists personally. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. But like, like, yeah. That that makes sense. It does. Okay. So I don't consider all choreographers artists, nor do I think that like all dancers who just do choreography are not artists. You know, I think those are artists too. So it's like, it's like this weird, I don't know. I know, <laughs> like, my brain right now is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I know what you mean, though. Yeah, because, yeah, because I, I think, yeah, especially, like, again, just thinking about Chris's stuff, like, pushing the bounds. Yeah, I totally see that. Yeah, he's always kind of done his own thing. <laughs> yeah, you are so different <laughs> from Chris. We are very different people. But I think we have, I think we work because we have very similar goals and um, like very similar values. So I think it really works in our favor that we're different. We balance each other out. Yeah. That is so cool. I feel like so far, everything you told me, like they all sound different. (laughs) What do you mean? Like you're like the way you approach life. Yeah. We approach life very differently. I think like our like the way we get from point A to B is very different, but we both want to get to point B. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that's what holds us together is that like same destination in mind. But like, if you asked me to do something versus him, like you would get wildly different processes, like completely different. And um, they would both be like really good in their own ways, but also like really bad in other ways. So it just like, it balances we just balance each other out it's really great yeah as somebody who's been single up until this point <laughs> it's just like nice to sorry like let's talk about people's relationships I'm like oh that's so cute yeah people should be more open about like stuff people should just be more open that's why I like doing this because like I just think like like I just think like there's always so many reasons to like shut up about things in life. And I just think being like outspoken or being honest is just like such a important thing. Like it's a, we just need to, we as a society need to communicate more. And I think like, like, I don't know. I think something that I try to, I like try to do on my Instagram is be honest Um don't really know how people take it but like just like I don't know I remember talking to people recently when I was in San Diego and they were like it's scary to post on Instagram these days which is such a weird like it's such a weird statement to me because it's like it's just Instagram like Mm. why why should you be nervous about and I, I feel like there's just so much fear of judgment that like people I don't know people just like people are worried about being canceled yeah I mean I think there should be some healthy fear of that yeah I think like people are just so afraid 
of being shamed on the internet Mm -hmm. for anything even when it comes to like non you know like even like if I post like you know a photo of myself and someone's like oh you look fat in this blah 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 like people are just worried about stuff like that yeah (laughs) right yeah I don't know I'm not what I would consider an Instagram famous person so I like I'm sure I I know there's a lot of pressures that come with being open on the internet you kind of invite yourself to all these judgments and attacks um I'm just living in my happy little like not under not over 10k following right and I love to see it like every like I mean not everybody but I mean I don't know if you know this but a couple of us I was like oh my god like there's a new video of like Teo like it's so cute (laughs) uh yes I post him way too much but no he's so cute um but I think it's important to be like open and honest too like what you said like people nowadays are very scared all the time and there's already so much fear coming from like outside pressures like why don't we as a community just like minimize that I don't know (laughs) yeah I feel like fear comes from just not understanding there's actually been a thing that um someone has shared recently where um his name is Emmanuel Ocho and he does like uncomfortable conversations with black men but he wrote a song he wrote he wrote this book called illogical this is getting somewhere I promise um and he was like oh like um scientists used to say that you can't run um a mile under four minutes and then one person was like nah screw that I'm gonna do it yeah and then once they did that like a thousand eight hundred people did it afterwards you know anyways sometimes it just takes one person to be open and honest on the internet for other people to feel like they can do that too Mm -hmm. so thank you yeah for doing this a a lot of pressure to have an image especially when you're in the public spotlight um to like to live up to people's expectations yeah but like important expectation is your own expectation so that's what matters yes and everybody has so much expectations all the time of everybody including ourselves Mm -hmm. um so recently um what has life been like for you as a whole dancing motherhood you know work um it's been good it's been been more enjoyable like Teo like I said is really fun and hilarious and he's a little stinker um (laughs) and uh I don't know work has been good um I feel like I'm like getting into my stride at a new company so that feels great as well um I don't know it feels very like like pingan is like is this your chinese right okay um yeah it feels Peaceful. like pretty pingan, which is which is nice yeah um it still has its like ups and downs but for the most part like things feel like they're i think maybe this is just like because things were so rocky last year with like all the transitions that were happening and um it feels like a lot more stable this year so it's nice yeah yeah he, he doesn't know how to speak yet right uh he can speak like a little bit not like well he like he's like he has a vocabulary for sure (laughs) yeah it's not a great vocabulary you can say like you can say like a lot of words but 
Oh, that's so cute. Paul, doggy. His first words were doggy. He can say Ollie, which is our cat's name. Aww. He can say like agua for water. And I could go on and on about all the things he says, but we'll stop there. Yeah. Um, what's the most rewarding thing about being a mother? Is there one? (laughs) There is. I just like, I don't know. I just don't want to give you something cliche. Like, that's um, fine. I don't know. Just like seeing this like little thing develop from like a blob to something with personality and like, like learning new skills. And that's just like, that's really cool. And it reminds you like, like how much work being a human is, <laughs> you know, I think you forget that as you get older and like things come a lot more easily in your, but even then, like you said, life is hard and there's like all these things that come up and imagine being like a baby and just like not knowing or do, being able to do anything. And just like, I don't know, as a parent, like watching that happen and like, it's, it's just fun. It's fun. It's yeah. Really fun. I mean, I can't imagine that, but it's just like sometimes watching kids like be brave not like be brave but like also be brave because they don't care (laughs) they'll do it they don't care about failing they don't care about looking stupid like they don't care about any of the stuff that we care about as adults that That must be nice it must be nice yeah kids are great well not all the time but (laughs) (laughs) yeah like he definitely just you know threw you off your schedule (laughs) and he was like I don't care (laughs) Yeah, it's been like, it's funny. He'll like give us, like, he gave us like the last like three months have been so, like, he's been so self sufficient and like so, like, curious and like, but like in the last like three days, he like got super clingy and it was just like out of nowhere. And I have no idea what it is. That's the worst part, honestly, is not knowing (laughs) what it is, you know, not being communication. I love communication. And babies, like, they communicate in a way that I don't understand all the time so yeah that's been really difficult for me as someone who like loves clarity on everything <laughs> like it it's really difficult when your kid's just crying you're like trying to figure out what's going on like I think it's teething I think it's this are you hungry are you thirsty what do you want um yeah I find myself doing that a lot but yeah <laughs> yeah I mean you're doing a great job um, you probably I don't need to hear so. that, but you're definitely, <laughs> enough, you know, I hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I hear about parents. Yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, I've accepted that. Like, you know, all parents fuck up their kids in, in some fashion, like as, as much as we try not to, it's going to happen. Just like kids are resilient. Humans are resilient. I think as long as I love him enough, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Anyways, I'm going to get into the rapid fire questions um, and then we'll like wrap this up. Cool. Cool. Um, a moment that you can think of that insulin brings you joy. Oh my gosh. Looking at videos of Teo on my phone all the time after he goes to bed. Yes. It brings us a lot of joy too. <laughs> I have like a, I have like a, we, we have like a shared iPhone album with like our parents and just so they can like see, we upload Aww. footage to there and they can like comment and stuff so I always like at night I'm just like going through that being like he's so cute look at him look at him right there yeah that's, that's so cute um your favorite or meaningful piece that you've danced I 
I guess the most memorable one would be my first set with cookies, um, which was a mint at Ultimate Mm. Brawl. Um, Yeah, that was a crazy performance. Just like, that was a really hectic time because I don't know if you remember, but like cookies almost, um, there was like, that was like the year that they left 429 uh, around then. But I was not. Okay, we were supposed to compete at Vibe. Like that was supposed to be my first set and then there was like all this drama and then we left the studio and then we weren't going to perform at five and I was like fuck why did I join this team <laughs> and then um and then like after things got sorted out we like rebranded as cookies instead of choreo cookies it was a whole thing oh. but um but yeah that was like our first performance back and I just remember the feeling of like being on stage for the first time with mm. the team and um yeah the crowd was crazy it was yeah it was a crazy miss that like, feeling oh my God, they're so loud everyone's so loud I'm so nervous yeah yes I'm gonna go watch that set right after this <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done a, a rewatch of all the sets in a really long time I should I should do that um I watch yams all the time oh yeah yeah all the time everybody knows anyways um your favorite yeah. holiday or special day whatever I'm not really much of a occasion person okay Chris and I aren't like we like we like it was our three-year anniversary wedding anniversary like a couple weeks ago and we completely forgot and like the next day we were like oh it's it was our three-year wedding anniversary um but I would say like probably Christmas Mm. it's just like I don't know I like any holiday that like has food involved and like it's a time for us to cook yeah also you you cook often I do I do I like cooking I enjoy love to see it you're yeah and I'm like maybe I should save some of these recipes <laughs> <laughs> they're saved on my highlights if you want to go okay okay so, yeah um they're something, organized yeah something that appreciate that you appreciate about yourself I think I'm really honest mm-hmm. um yeah I think that's like some like a skill that I've tried to develop over like most of my adult life being honest with myself. And I think it's, it's really hard with like short, like my shortcomings, but it's served me well in everything, my relationships, my career, um, being a mom. Like, I think, uh, yeah, just being mm-hmm. honest with yourself. Cause I think a lot of times we like, we aren't honest and then it like, it's like buried like these feelings or these thoughts or they're just like buried away and they're not like they're it's like very like psychology you know like like very like like untap like release those feelings talk about them understand them like I yeah it always like when you don't do that I think it manifests itself in really weird ways in really toxic ways and um that's where like all like a lot of conflict comes from I think is like just like untalked about shit absolutely (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think like hearing you talk about stuff like this, I'm like, wow, like I feel like I'm honest with myself, but it's harder for me to be honest with other people. Oh, yeah. That's also really hard too. Yeah. For sure. But hearing you talk about it, I'm like, okay. Like, I think I'm true. actually a little too honest with people. <laughs> a quote or affirmation that resonates with you. 
I have like two wildly different ones that are popping up in my head right now. Okay. Um, one is go slow and win. That's like Chris and I's like saying, I have this like tattoo. How do I do this? Oh my god, oh you can't my gosh. It. It's like a snail. Um, but it's like our motto. Um, um it's more of a reminder for me than it is for Chris. But yeah, sometimes you just gotta go slow and win, you know, like not rush into things. Um love that. And I was laughing. I don't even want to say this one. No. I just like, okay, this isn't one that resonates with me, but I hate when people say like, don't ask, or there's no such thing as a stupid question because there is a thing that's a stupid question. Like, like there are stupid questions. Like sometimes there's things that you can just figure out by yourself. Anyways, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Honestly, I, I feel you there. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Um, I really enjoyed picking your brain um, about so many different things. Um, I think especially the art piece is actually really interesting to me. Thank you so much, Vivian, for taking the time out of your busy, busy day, especially with having a kid and a full time job to really just take this time and chat with me and also just share your life with my listeners. It's so great to hear just what you're doing and to hear a peaceful side of life is just really uplifting to me and yeah thank you so much as a reminder i will be uploading two more episodes and then we're gonna go on a break and yeah thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate everybody who sticks around and listens through everything and i'll catch you next time